Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Boom Corgan, joined, as always, by my trusty compadres, Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo, and Brendan the Producer Pika. What's up? We are getting ready for our Week 11 preview episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. We are in the thick of it. We are in that playoff push. Andrew, can you feel the heat? I'm feeling it, and it's a little painful. <laughs> Bring the heat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really painful. It's gross. A lot of yep. people out there, including myself, are having to Frankenstein some rosters, but we're getting uh-huh. through it together, and there is hope for almost everybody. Yep. Uh, so almost. today, uh, we're going to be breaking down the NFC home games. We will also be bringing to you the yays and nays in this episode, because there are significantly more AFC home games than NFC home games. Mm-hmm. So just for uh, convenience sake, we will bring you our yays and nays today. Before we jump into this, I will say there are a few teams on by. We have the 49ers, Bears, Bills, and Giants. So a mixed bag there of teams with fantasy options. No mostly just the Bills. Week. Yeah, Andrew, what are you going to do for uh, your yays? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't put Cole Beasley on there. This was his one week. He finishes the number one fantasy wide receiver. Yeah, he's just and a now monster. He's sitting out. Oh, there you it. go. He can love rest it. up, come back and do it again. Come back even stronger. I will say uh, in our prediction games last yeah. week, it came down to the DeAndre Hopkins touchdown catch. I picked the Cardinals. You picked the Bills. Uh-huh. Looks like I was right yet again. That brings my total lead to eight games to your measly to two. two week successful predictions over. What a game, though. To yeah. Lose to. Yep. Again, I was telling you earlier, I'm not even upset about that. That was too exciting for me to be angry. I that would have beautiful. been angry. That's that why was, you're losing. That was beautiful. I'm losing because <laughs> I don't have that competitive edge that you do. Well, it shows in the standings. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew, man, we can just jump right into it. Let's do it. The first NFC home game we are breaking down. Here we go. This is a tough one, man. Uh Um, Two of my favorite teams in the NFL. Thursday night football. Cardinals versus Seahawks. Thursday night football. Finally, a game we deserve. (laughs) It's it's probably one of the first thursday night football games where i'm genuinely excited yeah like this is a just matchup base this is a awesome awesome game uh and i think it's going to be a fantasy football bonanza uh on the cardinals side of the ball we'll start there you know you're starting murray d hop uh andrew where do you feel on the running backs uh drake and chase edmonds uh drake again it it's kind of the same situation every week. you got to play him if he's healthy just because he can put up some points. He is kind of that stud that you drafted him to be, or I guess you're, that's what you're hoping for anyway. He didn't actually have that bad of a game last week against the Buffalo Bills. He put up 100 uh, yards rushing. Didn't get any touchdowns, however. I got him as a low-end RB2. But yeah. it's the Seahawks. It's a good matchup. Chase Edmonds, flex. Yeah, no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that is a smart pick. Christian Kirk, I would be more than willing to throw out there as well. The yep. Seattle defense is Terry Blay. Uh, and that's all I'm really interested in on the Cardinals side of the ball. Uh, do you disagree? Easy. I do not. Oh, easy enough. Over to the Seahawks. Uh, you know, I will say there are a few injuries going into this game. 
Chris Carson is a game time decision. So fire up Carlos Hyde. If Chris Carson cannot go, Tyler Lockett is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, he did not participate in practice these last two days. So that is very much in question. If you have Tyler Lockett, that sucks. I am a Lockett owner in all of my leagues. Yes. Um, so, you know, we're fire up a backup plan. Be paying attention to Thursday night football. If he's out, obviously don't play him. And even if he does play, you know, we've seen it before. Lockett has been used as a decoy. Um, you know, I'm from the camp. If he starts, I'm starting him. I'm not going to get too fancy with it. I agree. Uh, so I that's, agree. yeah, that's how I feel. DK Metcalf is a beast. Wilson's a beast. Mm-hmm. And I think those are all the people you're looking at in this game. Yeah, it, it's pretty easy. Fortunately, it is a Thursday night game. So it's pretty simple. If Lockett doesn't play, Put him on the bench, swap him for literally any other matchup. Yeah, yeah, you can pivot. Nice Absolutely. These two teams, you know, Wilson is the OG. Give me Russell yeah. Wilson. What? Whoa, I thought you were going to go with the Cardinals. Nope, I'm all I'm team Seahawks. All right. I love the Cardinals, I'm, but I'm, I'm team Wilson. Wow, I'm going to go uh, team Wilson volume two, and that's Kyler Murray because he's just a younger Russell Wilson. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. Brendan is a Cardinals fan. He's going to go with Cardinals. Man, well, this will be a good one. This will probably be the only game we disagree on. Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. I'm looking at the matchups. There could be some more down the line. There could be some mysteries. We got nine AFC games to talk about in part two, so there's got to be. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions taking on the Carolina Panthers, starting with the Lions side of the ball. Marvin Jones is questionable. Kenny Galladay is questionable. (laughs) TJ Hawkinson is questionable. Matthew Stafford is questionable. Oh my God. That is not great if you are a fan of the Lions, but it is not their year, just like it has been every single year that they've been an NFL franchise. Yeah, I was going to say, how old are the Detroit Lions? Because there's your answer. Man, how frustrating must it be to be part of the Ford family and to be so successful in everything? Except, except owning football franchises. Except football. <laughs> except football. Oh, uh, man. They're four and five this year, which really isn't too bad. No. I no, mean, it's not bad. They beat Washington. Yeah. There, there you go. That's, that's yeah. not much of a Enough, accomplishment. But yeah, no, if uh, Stafford's out and all these receivers are out, the only person I would be starting is DeAndre Swift. And yep. I think he has a great matchup. I think he can beat this Panthers team on the ground. I would be expecting 80 total yards and a touchdown on the low end for our man, DeAndre Swift. And potentially 30 uh, receiving yards as well. Oh, yes, I'm sure he can He's rack those up. He's been a beast in the receiving game. Yeah. I mean, um, like you said, it's a very good matchup. This is the the team that gave up 192 yards last week to Ronald Jones. So one of them being a, a big play, but yeah, I'll, I'll say 100 yeah. yards. <laughs> to Ronald Pump Jones. it up there. Pump it up there. If Ronald <laughs> Jones can almost put up 200, uh, I, I have a, I'm very confident that DeAndre Swift can do it. So That's like 50 yards to Kalen Balazs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, over to exactly. the Panthers side of the ball, a knife in the heart of all fantasy owners. Christian McCaffrey is out this week with a shoulder injury. He came back and showed us why he's amazing and immediately gets hurt and misses multiple weeks Uh with McCaffrey being out. uh, Teddy Bridgewater has a minor MCL injury, but is expected to play. I am smash starting Mike Davis. 
it has been a disappointing last couple of weeks. But I think he's going to be phenomenal. Uh, The Detroit Lions are the most generous defense in fantasy football to opposing running backs. And I really think Mike Davis can take advantage. He has disappointed people for the past couple of weeks. I think he gets it right this week. Uh, I think he is a smash play against the Lions. There you go. I, I kind of, I mean, I definitely agree with you on Mike Davis. I'm almost starting everyone I can. Yeah. Against the Lions. DJ Moore's obvious. Robbie Anderson, yes. Curtis Samuel, yes. I guess that's it. I think Curtis is a flex, but uh, he's a he's a definitely it's in that order more than Anderson than Samuel, uh, just because Samuel's getting he's very inconsistent. So, yeah, no, and Robbie's kind of cool off a little bit, but I think he's still excellent. And I would actually rank them uh, Anderson more followed up by Samuel, but it's close. It's close. Um, Yeah, no, these two teams. Give me the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, it would yeah. be different if Stafford, Hawkinson, Galladay, and Jones were all playing. <laughs> yeah, a, a healthy Lions against a hurt Panther. Yeah. I would go Lions, but nope. This Alas. should be an interesting jungle fight between a Panther and a Lion. Jungle fight? I'm, who, who do you have you in know, that pick? I'm going Panthers all the way. Uh, Savannah, I go Lion. Jungle, Savannah. I go Panther. Jungle, it's all about... <laughs> it's stealth it is technically in the jungle (laughs) panthers are home team so if you want to get technical oh man well that was fun uh next up we have the atlanta falcons (laughs) taking on the new orleans saints calvin ridley was limited in practice on wednesday he is expected to play um man falcons show up against the saints so i'm starting hayden hurst matt ryan julio jones calvin ridley I think it's all systems go. Um, I would not yeah, really. go as far as Russell Gage, but other than those kinds of players, that's, start that's your studs. Draw the line on Russell Gage. <laughs> yeah, you, you start your studs. I mean, you have to start like running backs like Todd Gurley. Unfortunately, you have to yep. start. I don't expect Gurley to have that good of a game. It's really going to be a, a lot of the the receiving game, but that's really it. Yeah, start everyone basically. Yeah, these two teams always have really good matchups against each other. So I I do think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. Uh, And over to the Saints side of the ball, speaking of shootouts. The gunslinger himself. Drew Brees is out. Famous Jameis is in. Uh, And what that means, nobody knows. I love the wild card that is Jameis Winston. Uh, Jameis Winston got corrective eye surgery in the offseason. So will being able to see correctly affect see his uh, interception rate? We will see. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good last week. He looked, yeah, he looked okay last <laughs> week. It's just funny because you would think the eyesight would be probably the one thing that you would want to, you know, fix right away and not put off. But you'd think. You'd I guess think. he just wanted to get out of Tampa. I would not blame him. Yeah, um, playing all along. Yeah, it, this is a wild card, honestly. Uh, I'm going to treat him just as a souped-up Drew Brees. So uh-huh. I don't think Alvin Kamara is locked and loaded as everybody's RB1 this week, as he should be. Uh, Michael Thomas, you're starting. Jared Cook, I would still start. I think that's the end of the list that, for me. That's it. That's yeah. it. Emmanuel Sanders is not looking great anymore. Traquan Smith is still dealing with that concussion injury so yeah and i do think someone else will get numbers in addition to michael thomas and kamara but i'm not gonna play the game of guessing don't, who it's going don't to be. play that game <laughs> don't play that game not not with Jameis throwing the ball no so. not with Jameis. uh but i will say i think Jameis is a sneaky start this week if you are like in need of a 
a quarterback. So, you know, I think you can certainly do worse. He did show that connection with Kamara. Uh, and because they will lean on Kamara, you know, he may lose goal line work to Kamara, but he also was heavily involving Kamara in the pass game. That's yep. the most times I've ever said Kamara in my life. Kamara in one sentence. Yeah. These two teams. Give me the Saints. Ah, oh, dang. Okay, I'm going to go Saints as well. Yep. You hesitated. Nope, I was just thinking me. about how strongly to say the Saints. Okay. Next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Minnesota Vikings in a battle for most disappointing teams in the NFL. Hey, Vikings won a primetime. They won a Monday night. So. Wow, you want a cookie? Yeah, you better give Kirk Cousins a cookie. He's 1-9 Monday night now instead of 0-8. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Cowboys, this is this is a disgusting team. Yeah. Um, I mean, Vikings are a bad defense, but truly, who do you feel excited about? Andy Dalton's expected to be back this week. I don't think that changes all that much. If Zeke plays, you're playing Zeke. Are you starting nice. Cooper, Lamb, Gallup? Uh, for me, I, it's I Cooper. Would... Gun to the head, it's Cooper. Yes, he's a flex. Cooper for sure. Yeah, and if you wanted me to pick a second, there, I, there's a little bit of faith in C.D. Lamb. A little bit of faith, just because I know how bad this Vikings defense is, and I know how much talent C.D. Lamb has. And on a, it, I mean, if if Dak Prescott was still quarterback, C.D. Lamb could could have finished top ten wide receiver this week. But well, if maybe's and butts were candies and nuts, and yeah, exactly, <laughs> then the Dallas Cowboys would have won the Super. But there you go. Nope. Uh, CD Lamb is a riskier flex for me. Yeah, and I think but. Cooper is a strong flex. Yep. Over to the Vikings side of the ball. We finally saw their freaking pass offense show up, and it is a good one. Uh, hopefully, the Vikings take advantage of this dreadful Cowboys defense. I'm starting everyone. I'm starting Cook, obviously. Um, I'm starting Thielen as well as Jefferson. Very easy. Uh, not Simple starting Kirk because I don't hate myself. Nope. Um, you just don't want to play that game. Man. Yeah, no, it, it's don't icky. deal with it. Just, just stick with the stick with what's receivers good. Yep. Coming backs. You know what? You know what you're going to get out of the Minnesota Vikings, and nothing's going to change. So, yep, yep. These two teams give me the Vikes. Yep, I'll take the Vikes as well. Next up, we have the L.A. Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers which is also the Monday night football game. This is probably the other game I am most excited for other than Thursday night football. Um, the Rams are a excellent defense. Buccaneers are excellent on defense and offense. This is going to be a good one. It's starting on the Rams side of the ball. I am extremely fearful of the running backs uh, for the LA Rams. Um, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot anyway between Henderson, Brown, and Akers. Uh, we've seen them all be successful in the same game like we did last week. I am sitting all of them if I can afford it. Uh, Henderson would be the one I would start the strongest, but they're all yep. a fade. This Buccaneers defense is legit, and I think they struggle in the run game. I do think they need to lean more in their passing game. Uh, which is more varied. Uh, truly, at the start of the season, we were expecting it to be Cooper uh, and Woods all the way. However, Josh Reynolds has started to show up and started to produce uh, really ahead it's of those guy. two. 
Yeah, yeah, big, big guy. guy too. And and he's producing. So unfortunately, Woods and Cooper are starting to look like they're fading, and the star of Josh Reynolds is rising. So yep. I do recommend, you know, if you want to take a flyer on somebody, I do think Josh Reynolds is an interesting waiver wire Ooh. ad. I it's wouldn't start him. Um, okay. However, I would still start Woods. I would still start Cooper, even though Cooper did, I think he uh, quite apparently appeared injured this past week with his wrist injury. Uh, he's expected to play again, but he, he was on a reduced snap count last week. So I have him. I'm starting him. Don't feel great about it, but half of Cooper is uh, better than a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a... Uh... It's really funny. We compare the uh, the Rams run game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers run game, and now they're facing off. So I just I just don't like the run game. I just need to mention it once again. But I agree with you there and all that. Uh, Josh Reynolds, if you really needed to, I wouldn't be against you starting him. If you're that desperate, I have him as a very desperation flex. So that's the only thing different. Yeah, I dig it over to the Bucks side of the ball. Uh, even though the Rams are a tough defense, I am all systems go on Godwin, Evans. I think Brown is a legitimate flex. Uh, the numbers haven't been there for Antonio Brown, but last week he had a 52-yard touchdown that was just slightly overthrown by Tom Brady. Uh, if Antonio Brown catches that 52-yard touchdown, that would have been over 100 yards and a touchdown in his second game with the Bucks. Would so be huge. The blow-up game is coming. I truly trust the usage, uh, and, and I think he's going to be pretty dangerous down the stretch. So mm-hmm. I think you can start all three of those guys. Um, Rob Gronkowski, he is involved. He is capable. He is a top 10 tight end. Running game is disgusting. The Rams have a legit top-tier run defense. I'm avoiding Ronald Jones and all of their other rushing options this week. Yep. I agree. If you had to, you need to start Ronald Jones, but yeah, please don't. Hard please fade don't. if you can help it. Look for other options. Some of them maybe I'll explain in our yays. Oh, well, that's good Ooh. timing, Andrew, because we are going to dive into our yays and nays of the week at the end we of this episode. Winners, oh, God, that's right. Uh, yeah. Give me the bucks. You're taking bucks? TB12, my man. I think TB12 is going to have a terrible game. Okay. So I'm going with the Rams. I'm going Rams. Brendan's going Bucks. I like it. Brendan is a smart man. Uh, yep. And I look forward to having my lead increased to nine to two. Not going to happen. We will see. Uh, starting with our yays and nays. Andrew, let's start let's with the it. nays. Let's start let's on do a the negative nays. note. Let's do it. My first nay of the week. Ronald Jones versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, he had a huge game last week. Rams are a tough matchup, my man. They're a yeah. elite defense. Their run defense is stellar. I don't think Ronald Jones is that fantastic of a running back. He did blow up last week, but one of those plays was very, not fluky, but I wouldn't say that's as much talent as it is opportunity. Uh, and I think that the Bucks are going to have to get creative with how to win this game. I don't think that includes Ronald Jones. I think that includes a lot of wide receivers and tight ends. Ronald Jones is a hard fade this week. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Brady from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, like you said, 
This Rams defense is legit and it is scary. Uh, if you if you have Brady on your team, you've been playing that should I start him, should I not start him kind of game. Uh, he's always a fringe starter, at least in my opinion. I would rather start like a James Winston over a Tom Brady this week, which is crazy to say. Um, but this Rams team gives up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks of this season. It is really that good. It is scary. Uh, you said that the the Buccaneers need to pull off some some crazy stuff to stay in this game, or at least to win this game. Uh, and I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. I don't see the run game doing well at all, and I don't see them connecting in the in the passing game. So I think it's just going to be a rough performance overall for Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, I see what you mean. I won't knock you because I respect your opinion. Uh, my next nay is A.J. Brown versus Baltimore. Uh, A.J. Brown disappeared last week uh, and really did not show up for fantasy owners. He's a big play guy. It does only take one, and he is a yards after the catch machine. But I do think Baltimore is going to prove to be too much to handle uh, for this Titans team uh, and A.J. Brown specifically. I do think they will bully him, and I think they will do enough to Tannehill to knock him out of rhythm. A.J. Brown, if you have him, you're starting him, but instead of the wide receiver one you thought you had, I think he performs like a wide receiver three this week. Man. Uh, <laughs> great minds think alike, because I have Corey Davis against Ooh. the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, like you said, again, another great defense. They've allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points two receivers this year. Uh, Corey Davis has been a kind of roller coaster of a player. Had some great weeks, had some terrible weeks. I think this is going to be a slump for him. It's just overall a really tough matchup, although uh, Humphreys is going to be on A.J. Brown most of the game. They still have a great secondary. Um, I don't see Davis having that good of a game. If you really need to, he's low on flex. Um, but yeah, I'm not confident in A.J. Brown either, but he's going to score more points than Corey Davis this week. So, Yeah, no, that's a good pick. And my final nay of the week are the Rams RBs versus Tampa Bay. There you go. Uh, we've spent a lot of time on this game. Uh, there's a lot of fantasy assets involved. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get too fancy. I think the Buccaneers have a elite rush defense. We've seen that for two years in a row. Uh, and unfortunately, this Frankenstein of running backs between Brown, Akers, and Henderson, I don't think any one of them is able to get it done. And if someone does get it done, I don't think you want to play that carousel carousel game of who's it going yeah. to be. That is fantasy whack-a-mole, and I am not interested. Tough matchup. You don't know who to start. I'm out. I think this game, you know, like I said, we talked about it quite a bit. I think it's going to be a, a defensive battle. Uh, both of these, I think the Buccaneers have the better offense uh, and the Rams have stalled out a little bit on offense this, this season. Um, but we'll see, man. I think it's going to be a really interesting game with a lot of fantasy implications, but I am out on the Rams RBs. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I expressed how much I don't like them before and I will do it again every time we bring up that situation. <laughs> uh, my final player. Guess what? It's not on the same team that you picked. That's crazy. Uh, it is a running back, however. It is Melvin Gordon, Denver Broncos running back, versus the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins have a legit team. All right, they have a great offense. They have a capable defense. 
And this Broncos run game is atrocious. I don't know what's worse between the Broncos run game or the Rams run game. <laughs> I really don't like it. Uh, so they were a mess last week. All right. They played Las Vegas Raiders. Melvin Gordon had 11 carries for 46 yards. Philip Lindsay, four carries for two yards. And the excuse is, you know, they were down. They were losing. They needed to throw the ball. The same thing's going to happen this week. They're going to need to throw the ball against Miami. The, they're not going to get anything going on the ground. They're going to keep splitting time between Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, and neither of them are going to have enough opportunity to score some points. So avoid this. Just stay away from the Broncos run game if you can. Yeah, I like that call. I think you are right on the nose. And now we can venture into our yays of the week. I have a triple threat at running back. All of my yays this week are RBs. RBs, okay. I will start Mike Davis versus Detroit. Um, Detroit, like I mentioned earlier, is the most generous defense uh, to opposing running backs. Mike Davis has disappointed in a major way these past couple weeks. When he first took over for McCaffrey, he seemed like a solid RB1 and a locked and loaded option. But after three or four weeks of mediocre performances, people's confidence may be fading and they may be tempted to sit a Mr. Mike Davis. Don't do it this week. I do think he will blow up against this Detroit Lions team who are missing their best players. So it should be a situation where the Panthers can run on them and crush their spirits. I think Davis is the one who will profit off of that. I'm firing up Mike Mike Davis as a RB2 with RB1 upside. Nice, good pick. Uh, I guess I'll go with my running back. I have two hot takes and then a, a safe pick, and that's this guy, Damian Harris, running back for the New England Patriots. Uh, I've always loved the guy. I made that bold prediction that Damian Harris... I'm not sure if you remember this. In our fantasy predictions podcast before the season even started, I predicted that Damian Harris uh, would come off the IR week four, become the number one running back for the Patriots. And then I said that he'd finish top 15, which isn't going to happen. But he's still the number one guy, Uh, even though Burkhead's been involved. But Damian Harris is last week. He had 55 snaps, which is a career or 55 percent of the snaps, excuse me, which is a career high. He had 22 carries. Um he was a guy where I thought it would just be matchup based on if you should start him, but he's kind of proving that he should start week in week out. So I'm loving it. I'm, I'm all in on this guy. Uh, he had last week, 22 carries for 121 yards, no touchdown. Cause that's kind of Burkhead and Cam Newton. Um, but I'm hoping that'll change this week. I love the matchup. Absolutely love the matchup against the Houston Texans who give up a ridiculous amount of yards. I think, yep, they give up. Thank you to NFL.com for this stat. They've allowed the most rushing yards to running backs this season. So Damian Harris, if he's that that main guy, he's going to get a ton of yardage. Yeah, Andrew, great minds think alike. Uh, Damian Harris was one of my studs this week. Uh, Like you said, uh, he has emerged as the number one running back option. Cam Newton has stalled out as far as running in the red zone, and that has led to more opportunities for Damian Harris. And like you mentioned, uh, the Houston Texans, uh, they give up a just crazy amount of points to running backs. 
like you also mentioned, they give up the most rushing yards in the NFL. They allow 5.53 yards per carry, most in the NFL. That is half of a fantasy football point every time he touches the ball. (laughs) um, You know, I am a fan of Damian Harris this week, and I think he dunks on this Texans team. Uh, My final yay of the week is Naeem Hines versus the Green Bay Packers. I love the Packers. I bleed green and yellow. But if there's one thing we cannot do, it is stop the run. Uh, Hines is the type of running back that the Packers absolutely suck against. He can do it rushing. He can do it receiving. And after his big game last week, I think they continue to feed the Hines monster. Uh, I think he crushes it. He's going to be involved. And that's going to lead to production. Uh, Packers can't stop anybody. And Hines is a slam dunk RB2 this week. I love that pick. All right, let me get into my two hot takes real quick. All right, I'll breeze through them. First one. Oh, boy, I can't believe I'm saying this. Marquise Brown from the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Tennessee Titans. Marquise Brown has been terrible this season. I mean, he's, he's really not looked good. At all, he is that big play guy where all you need is that one play for that 50-plus yard touchdown, and he has not gotten it uh, really at all this season. I think he only had he's only got two touchdowns this entire season, but the last three games has not been kind to him. Going up against Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, and New England, very, very good passing defenses. Now they're going up against Tennessee. They're a little bit easier against the uh, the the wide receivers they've allowed the second most production to wide receivers this season which means um that is average yards so marquise brown this is his last chance this is it this is his final chance to prove to me that he is fantasy relevant he is a high risk flex for me this week in what should be a very very close game for the disappointing baltimore ravens my final pick are you sitting down are you ready for this I'm actually laying down, so I'm very laying down. Okay, (laughs) got it. Pants off. I'm ready for it. Pants off, ready to party (laughs) with Alex Smith, quarterback, Washington football team, going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Alex Smith had his first start in like 700 days, which was awesome. He had a career high passing yards last week against the Detroit Lions with 390. He did not score a touchdown, however, because it was all Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. But they're going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are terrible against quarterbacks this season. Here's a funny stat. They are so desperate in secondary, they tried John Ross, the wide receiver, at corner. That is how terrible they are. (laughs) That's, uh, again, thanks to NFL.com for uh, showing those stats. Um, or that little fun fact. This is another high risk. They've allowed 10, the Bengals defense have allowed 10 passing touchdowns over the last four weeks. So if he can keep up with this production in yards, hopefully it can lead to touchdowns this week. There's better quarterbacks I like over Alex Smith, James Winston, for example. I think that he has a, a higher upside. But I would almost be willing to, I, I'd be willing to put my money where my mouth is and start Alex Smith over Tom Brady this week. Damn, that's hot takes. Those are some hot stones takes. on you, my man. Oh, I love it. I'm so excited for Washington this week. Andrew, I like the heat, yep. man. I usually Thank knock you. you for being safe, but uh, this is an impressive list. 
Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. Andrew, that wraps up our part one of our week yeah. 11 preview episode. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening. If we can ask a small favor, if you can leave us a review or a rating on whatever platform it is you choose to listen to us, uh, it warms our heart. It keeps us warm in the cold Minnesota winter. Um, in all seriousness, we love you guys. We love putting on these podcasts for you. Good luck in week 11. Please check back for part two of our preview episode, and we will catch you next time.